How much frustration is it in the in the fan base with moving over to the SEC in whatever that was, 2011 or something, 12? And and come like you said, you, you come out of the gate. Really, nobody knew that Manziel was going to be a star. You, you go to Bryant Diddy. You beat Bama. You you blow Oklahoma out in the Cotton Bowl. And since then, you never really got the payoff. I mean, you're right. Jimbo had a, a good COVID year going nine and one, but you know, still not no Atlanta appearance. How much? And you you've raised like a billion dollars for the football program uh, in the last ten or twelve years. So you got all the money and resources in the world. How much frustration is it in the fan base that that the payoff hasn't happened? I mean, obviously there's there's going to be a frustration, but you're dealing sort of with a with a bit of a long-suffering fan base. I mean, they, they there's been one conference title in the last, you know, the last two conferences they've been in. They won the S, the uh, the Big Twelve in uh, 1998, and other than that, you know, they have not won a conference title since the Southwest Conference. So, at this point, they're they're not really judging, you know, success on Atlanta. Now, obviously, that's the goal every season is to win the SEC, and fans want that, and they're talking about that before the year, but. You know, they just haven't been able to get over that that Bama hump. And when they have gotten over that, they've struggled in the other games. So because there hasn't really been the taste, you know, other than 2012 when they still didn't uh, make make the SEC title game because of a loss to LSU, other than 2012, there really hadn't been a taste of that. So, you know, it's not something fans are, are missing because they haven't been there, if that, if that makes any sense. Obviously, they want it, but it's not like if, Alabama all of a sudden went on a 10-year, you know, a 10-year dry spell of not making it. I have to tell you about this game-changing product I use before a night out with drinks. It's called Z-Biotics. Let's face it, after a night out with drinks, I don't bounce back the next day like I used to, and I have to make a choice. I can either have a great night or a great next day, and that is until I found Z-Biotics. Every time I have a Z-Biotics before drinks, I notice a difference the next day. Even after a night out, I can confidently plan on hosting this show and being awesome without worry. Look, I won't lie. I was a bit on the fence about Z-Biotics initially, but then while hanging out with friends over cocktails, I gave it a shot. And believe me, it is the real deal. Go to zbiotics.com slash OOB to get 15% off your first order when you use OOB at checkout. Remember to head to zbiotics.com slash OOB and use the code OOB at checkout for 15% off. Thank you, Zbiotics, for sponsoring this episode and our good times. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Do you go to SEC Media Days every year, or are you going this year because of the Jimbo Saban thing? How, do, how does that look for you? Well, we, we send somebody every year. It's not always me. I've, I've, I've been a few times. But, uh, you know, I, after yesterday, I said I, I might, have to, might have to book myself <laughs> this year. You know, it could, could be interesting. But, 
you know, I'm also curious how much, you know, like you said, that that, that warning from Sankey yesterday, how, how much fun that takes away. I know you mentioned that good content for radio. You know, it's good content for us as well. So well, I'm curious yeah. to see what, what happens going forward. Man, I, I got to be honest. Y'all are a fascinating university and program for us. Uh, it just, you know, with 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 unlimited resources and the wealth that your alumni base has and and look it's a it's a wonderful university and it's a good sports athletic department but i I just feel like y'all left a lot on the table in the big three sports Brian. oh i would i would 100 percent agree with that you know uh a&M tends to hold on to coaches too long. We've seen it in baseball. Before uh, they brought in uh, uh, Jim Sosnickel this year in baseball, they had three coaches who coached uh, – the past three coaches have coached for close to 70 years, just those three guys. And, you know, no no title. Several college world series appearances, but no title, you know. So seeing what A&M is doing under Schlossnagel now, you know, in second in, – in leading the SEC West and second overall in the SEC is – a is a big deal, you know. Basketball, you know. Buzz Williams said, you know, they made an NIT run, but A&M's never really had any success in basketball outside of Bill uh, Gillespie. So, you know, that's that's just sort of a bonus if they're good there. But uh, but yeah, the football program should should be better than than it has been, like you said, especially with all the resources. But the resources haven't always been there, haven't always been you know allocated correctly. Um, and that's that's one thing that you know Kevin Summon really pushed for, and then Jimbo Fisher has really done. I mean, there's there's a really nice athletic complex on campus, a nice indoor facility, and they're already uh, you know tearing that down and and building something new. And I know that's you know Jimbo is one of the main reasons why. So you know we'll see we'll see if things change in the next you know three or four years, but but they 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 definitely have the the ability and the ammo to do that. Okay. With Ross Bjork, um, he dropped the ball left and right at Ole Miss in Oxford on some things. Um, what what does the A and M base think about him, or is it Brian that Jimbo Fisher casts such a big shadow that nobody really cares? I think I think the latter would be true. Now uh, you know Bjork, there, there's there, you know everything he's done you know has has been positive to this point, but even if there were some you know some hiccups. I mean, it really is, you know, the Jimbo Fisher show in College Station. You know, I, you know, I, he's sort of got carte blanche over, over everything. So, you know, I don't think anybody really has too much of a, a, a beef with Ross Bjork. But like I said, he's, you know, he came out and defended uh, Jimbo yesterday. And that's the kind of thing that A&M fans, you know, want to see. So, you know, they're happy with him for sure. All right, we'll leave it there. Uh, Brian Peroni. Uh, Gigum two four seven on the Corona Premier Guest Line in the Out of Bounds Show. Big year for A and M, and uh, coming off a disappointing eight and four, but then a great, amazing uh, recruiting class. And many people believe the best defensive class. Uh, they signed the most talent on the defensive side of the football than any school has ever signed in one class. Now we'll see who all lives up to the to the four and five star billing. But uh, they have loaded the boat as far as talent, and we'll see how much closer or can they punch their ticket to Atlanta. Brian, uh, super job. Enjoyed catching up today. Uh, I have a feeling that you'll have plenty to write about 
and post about this summer on Giggum 247. And uh, we appreciate your time today, man. Have a good weekend. Thanks. Thanks for having me on. Brian Peroni on the Corona Premier Guest Line, Giggum 247. You're listening to Out of Bounds ESPN 105.9 The Zone. So uh, there you go. The Jimbo, look, Blake and I talked about it an hour and a half ago. Jimbo Fisher played to the fan base. I mean, look, y'all, all, everybody has, outside of Bama fans, everybody has Saban and Bama fatigue. So the fact that Jimbo is tied to Saban and he was part of his first national championship at LSU as his offensive coordinator and the fact that he went scorched earth on Saban yesterday and went really personal. I mean, talking about how, look, you know, Bobby Bowden did it the right way. Nick Saban did it all the wrong way. And and other things, you know, despicable. How many times did he say despicable, uh, Blake, in the press conference? So we've got a uh, another rift in the conference. We thought Jimbo and Kiffin was good. No. Jimbo and Saban. That's a 32-ounce bone-in ribeye from Kessler Prime. Good morning. Welcome in. Hour number three on ESPN 105.9 The Zone. The Out of Bounds Show.